Hey, Zo. Hey, Lo. How's it going today? Well, good now that I'm chatting with you. I was like literally so excited that I got to like spend my afternoon chatting with Zo, who is back in Canada as of last yes. night. I'm back in Canada. It feels so good to just like be on. I mean, we're three hours different because I'm on PDT right now and you're on EDT right now. But um, just knowing that we're in the same country, it's always a good vibe, always a good energy. I was telling her, like, even though we're like, she's on the other side of the country as I am. So we actually haven't seen each other since it's been like two and a half years, like in person. That's so wild to me, though. Like, I mean, we we talk every day, you guys. We talk. I was in Vancouver, like literally one month ago. So if I mean, I don't know how we would have like gotten together because you're on Vancouver Island. But anyways, it's like so close yet so far. But I was saying to her, like. I, it just makes my heart happy, like knowing that you're back in Canada for some reason. I think because we had this whole like abundant Toronto chapter where we were both in Canada for a couple of years. And it's just like, that was when we became Lo and Zoe. And so when you're here, it's just sort of like a nod to that a little bit, even though I think who Zoe is, is like off, you know, in all the different countries of the world, somewhere different each. <laughs> like that, like, I know that that part of you equally as well. So. Yeah. yeah, I do. Have, like every time I return home, I just appreciate Canada so much more. Like, it's like, I mean, I, I get it and I appreciate it, but it's like leaving and then coming home. I mean, especially to Vancouver Island and the natural beauty and the, the nature is I realize more and more that there there's no place like Canada. There's no place, especially like British Columbia. It really is so special. And I just feel so grateful for it. And uh, on the plane, actually, they kept replaying this Toronto promo that was flying Lufthansa and they kept playing this promoting Toronto video and my heart was just being like oh my gosh I miss that city so much like Toronto is such a special city too and it was bringing me back to the origins of Lo and Zoe in that chapter because that was my favorite I had a couple Toronto chapters let's say and that was my absolute favorite we had so much fun we just made the most of our time and even just the little things, like we would record an episode and then be like, let's go to Kensington Market and go to Bunners and go get cinnamon buns and just like having to, we were just so spontaneous and playful with life. And I just, yeah, I reminisce on those times often. And I'm like, oh, I just miss low. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's easy for me, as you're saying that to be like, COVID ruined it, which is an available like perspective on the whole thing because we'd only been in Toronto for we'd only been in Toronto together for like eight or nine months when that happened and it really did change like I feel like we would have had a very different experience I mean everyone would have had a very different experience if it wasn't for COVID but my next immediate thought is like but like that that's what happened so you know like I just don't stay with those kinds of thoughts of like oh, how much more fun because I think back to like that initial time in Toronto of the two of us together and some of our friends and stuff and it was such a fun time that I can't believe how short-lived it was and it was because of COVID like that just changed the dynamic of like literally everything and I, I don't know I guess as I'm, I'm saying this there's just always opportunity and it kind of relates to what we we're talking about today there's always opportunity to be like upset about how certain things have gone down or where you're not in life or like whatever, but it doesn't change (laughs) the fact that like, I can be so grateful that we got those like eight or nine months that were like so much fun. And that's what that was meant to be. Right. And it ended, even if it ended before, like 
Lowe wanted it to. <laughs> yes. And you know, it, it is so much in relation to what we're speaking about today, because I think about that chapter when we were going out to, let's say like the vegan food festivals or, you know, painting, you know, dabbling in the mushrooms, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a big part of that chapter. <laughs> yeah, that was a big part of that chapter. It was it was so, we had so much fun because we chose to make the most of our situation and of life. And it's like, I, I remember during that time, there was, there was big financial question marks, even some like stress on me at some point in time, I was having a lot of relationship kind of like struggles and stress, but overall the, the amount of time that I spent present and making the most of the days, that's what overrides the struggle. Like I'm still aware that there was, let's say struggle or things that I was actively learning in that chapter, like all chapters. And it, it was a place that was causing a lot of discomfort in my being, but overall it, it was, it overrides with like happiness and joy and abundance because that's actually what we were focused on. And we were being present with our lives, despite not being in the reality that we ideally wanted to be in let's say, like, I think about that previous version of myself, and I would have liked to have, let's say more money, or a, a a relationship in my life, there was things that I wanted that I was not in the reality of. But I actually was learning to enjoy my life as it is. And we don't know until in hindsight, right? Like we had those nine months, we had the, the most epic summer ever and into like the fall. And we don't know it until it's gone as like sad as that is, but it's just like a call to really be present with your life and to make the most of it, spend time with people that you love and celebrate this existence versus taking it too seriously or inhibiting or blocking yourself from just enjoying freedom in whatever sense that is. Yeah. And what you're saying about, you know, not having the money that you wanted, we both we both very quickly though transformed mm -hmm. that area of our life because of the energy that we were in like we were just having so much fun and we both moved into apartments that we didn't know how we were going to pay for but I think we were like I mean back then I was really just in this space of like I don't know like it'll work out like I just followed what felt good and trusted that things would work out and I know that you were the same and so then when it came time to like I decided to up my income I did it very easily and you did as well. Like we were both the following summer, which was the summer of 2020. And we still did have a lot of fun, even though there was a lot of restrictions and stuff. Um, but we were both making like a lot of money at that point, like 20, $30,000 months. And it was because we were lighthearted to begin with, or we were like, yeah, like we were very present, very like, just kind of allowing for the ride. And then when we started to set intentions to like manifest in the quantum field, more money, it just like came right in because there wasn't resistance to it. Right. Like we were accepting that we'd be taken care of no matter what. And there wasn't a lot of like resistance to the current reality. Actually, I had very little resistance at all. 2020 was actually a great year for me. <laughs> 2021, not so much like the second year of the pandemic. But anyways, my point is, is that in that energy of just appreciating things, even if they weren't exactly what we, you know, wanted them to look like at every time, at every moment in time, it allowed for those things to, in many ways, start coming into our realities because we were just like really present and having fun and going on bike rides. And like, I mean, that's one thing I miss so much about having Zoe 
in my like hemisphere or whatever is that, or I guess you're in my hemisphere, but in, you know, close by is your ability to just be like, so, or low, we should just go and like do this thing today. Like, let's just go on a bike ride or like, let's go to the mall or like, let's do this. And there was this like spontaneity that allowed for things to just feel very like light. And from there, from that lightness, manifestation was easy. And I think we live in a very different world now, unfortunately, where it's a lot easier to feel heavy about a lot of things. Um, and so it takes a little bit more effort, if you will. But actually, that is exactly what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about kind of like letting things be easy where we can. And we have a specific story about like what inspired this episode right before we got on. Um, just about an area of low and so that we'll share with you guys that we were like pushing for and struggling with and like fighting so much resistance. And then in like one conversation, we're like, we could just let that be completely easy and immediately like freed up all this energy. And now I know for me, I'm in like just much more of a space of like expectation around it. But so much of the time we don't give ourselves permission to take the easy route when it is available to us because we're too stuck in like shoulds and what it should look like and what we should do. I think, especially as entrepreneurs, when the reality is, is that an energy of ease and like lightheartedness and allowing is the most magnetic energy that there is. It doesn't really matter what area, but definitely in business, I've seen that over and over is like when I'm lighthearted about things and I'm just having fun, like money is flowing because I'm setting intentions for it. And it's just kind of coming in because I'm an open space of receiving. Yeah. Exactly, exactly that. And I think about the times in my life where I had to go through a place where I was shooting myself, let's say in business, where I was trying to learn about different ways of marketing and then getting ideas in my head of like, this funnel needs to look a certain way or this needs to look a certain way. And I find that I had to learn where I get to this point of all of a sudden feeling frustrated and overwhelmed and that's when to stop. That's when I've learned enough that I need to learn and then lean back a little bit and let the idea sort of begin to manifest now that you've self-taught yourself something, let's say, or you've got gained awareness around some type of strategy, let it settle into your being of the way in which you specifically should execute what you've learned versus copying, pasting what other people have done because you think that that's the way that it works. And if you're having to muscle yourself through or drink a lot of coffee to like get all these like things done, it's not actually your path of ease. And whenever I've allowed for that path of ease to present itself, and maybe I'll add in a bit of the tools or skills or awarenesses that I've learned, I always end up receiving I always end up receiving, let's say the abundance or the energy exchange or my intention that I'm putting out there into the world because I let it be easy on me. There was no forcing nature. There was no workaholism tendencies or patterns or perfectionism starting to make its way there. It was simply like, okay, I'm going to lean back a little bit. I'm going to let this settle and I'm going to know and trust that when the energy comes through, I'm going to be taking the most effective action for my intention. Exactly. And I think it's like a moment by moment or day by day awareness to bring yourself back into. And we still fall into it all the time because it's what we're programmed for. So like, I think telling the story of like what kind of inspired this episode will help to give context. But um, Zoe and I have been setting up for quite some time certain courses of ours, specifically quantum creators, to be more like an evergreen course 
but with like certain strategies in place that would kind of bridge the gap between like live launching and evergreen. And so we, when we sat down to plan this out, which was back, I think in like May, we like made plans for this masterclass. And at first we were going to do it every single month. And I quickly realized like I think we both realized how much that was just like not in alignment. Like there was just so much work involved with it. And then we're like, okay, well, we'll pre-record this masterclass. And we were like, we're going to make it. I remember us talking about how we only wanted the masterclass to be like 40 minutes long, which there is like merit in that. But I think it was more like, I see other people doing short and concise masterclasses and it works for them. And I want this to be like really easily consumable. But the reality is, is that like, we're talkers, like so much of what makes low and zo low and zo is our dynamic. And we tell stories and we laugh and we like, we get sidetracked. And like, that's why you guys listen every week because of the dynamic of us. Right. So we recorded this masterclass. We like did a slide deck and we have all these other masterclasses for quantum creators um that we've already done one of them that's like even edited it's already on the website it's a great masterclass. we've had lots of people sign up for quantum creators through it but we in our minds are like no it's too long we need to be more concise we need to like follow this like webinar like slide deck format essentially so we recorded it and this was back in june and then what happened so yeah so we recorded this we what I remember actually, and because I've, I've been the one editing this uh, masterclass, which I'll get into in a moment, but there was a lot of times in which we like stumbled or we stopped and the Low and Zoe show is, unless we get interrupted by like, let's say someone knocking at the door or baby Simone Lowe's dog or something like that. We just let it flow and we cut the intro, we cut the outro, we're done. It's very yeah. easy. Again, we let it be easy. Uh, but what it was happening with the masterclass was we just kept being like, oh, stumbling. Oh, we needed to fix a spelling error, this, that. There was a lot of basically editing because we weren't in our flow state with it. We weren't in our flow state. We were getting just interrupted or like when I'm saying that, I'm saying like the energy actually just wasn't there in that state of flow. And so I went to go edit this masterclass and I, you know, I'm quite good at editing at this point in time but there was something about this zoom file that every time that I was working on it the audio would stop where I had to like edit this masterclass second by second you guys like when I, <laughs> I'm telling you something that would have taken me maybe an hour to edit took me I've already put in probably like eight hours editing this like 40 minute video that yeah. it's just very painful to me. It's triggering all these places of like technical difficulties. But what was there energetically for me is like, why is this so resistance filled? Why is this specific video in comparison to other videos that I'm simultaneously editing at the same time? Why is this one having all this weird glitchy stuff going on? And obviously, you know, when we zoom out, rejection of any kind is always redirection. It's almost like this video was rejecting me editing it, triggering up all sorts of things in my being around the technical difficulties. I did a lot of troubleshooting around it and there was no solution. It's quite interesting. And I, and Lo, you can, you can pop off about what's kind of unfolded next, but. Well, and on the flip side of that, like my job, you were going to edit this video. My job was to set up like the automations around it. And every time I like, I was like secretly manifesting that Zoe 
like, like never got around to finishing the masterclass because I didn't want to sit down and do all this like mindless computer work. And so you kept apologizing. And finally I was like, don't apologize. I'm like secretly so happy about this. <laughs> like I trust it'll be whatever it's meant to be. But that even that was a few weeks ago. So we sat down today to record this and I was like, you know what? So I think that you should, I think that we should use the original masterclass that we have, which was a live masterclass that we did with a live audience for a previous round of quantum creators. It was called creator. And it's just like, it just has the Lorenzo magic where like we're, we're sharing stories and we're talking to you guys and we're answering questions. And I remember recording that day and the energy that was behind what we were doing, like it just felt so good. And even like when I edited it, which was probably like six, uh, I don't know, actually, it was probably last year or sometime. I just one day, I was like, I just feel like editing this and like making it less about that specific launch and kind of taking like pieces out that don't make sense anymore and making it a little more generic. And I just did it one afternoon because I literally wanted to. And it's been like on the website ever since we have people opt into it. And so I was like, why don't we just use this masterclass? And like, so you can go and delete that one from your iMovie library. <laughs> Like you immediately, your face was like, oh my God, you don't know the freedom. But that yeah, the, the weight that like, let me tell you the weight that this masterclass has weighed on me throughout the summer is like, it seems it's this thing on my to-do list that keeps moving down, 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 because it's like the last thing that I want to do because it was creating all of this resistance in my being. But then the fact that that's been sitting there, like open-ended, like not tied up for months now has been a lot for me because it just has been this thing that I have to do that I have no desire to do that I don't have energy to do me questioning why that isn't so then me also apologizing to low because I'm not someone who who doesn't do what they say that they're going to do but there's no energy there there's all this resistance there I'm like what's going on so when low you said that this morning I'm like you're right like it just became very clear to me that it's it, energy is everything energy is absolutely everything. It doesn't matter if it's like this 40 minute, super polished masterclass. What are people, what you guys listening, I'm sure that you like is just our energy and our kind of banter and our back and forth and the storytelling, the vulnerability, all of that. And a lot of that does come through in our masterclasses, especially because in our masterclasses and the one that Lo specifically speaking to creator is because a lot of you guys are there watching live with us. So it's even more fun, even more powerful than let's say a low and Zoe episode might be because we've got all of you guys present for it as well in that space and time. Yeah. And so basically what we decided, and there's a couple little things we're going to put in place maybe in a month from now or so, um, just to kind of further automate the process and, and yeah, we'll, we'll share that when it, when it comes about. But instead we've got, we have this masterclass. It's a great masterclass. It's called creator. It's identity of a master manifester. That's like the tagline. And we go through the different parts about like what really sets a quantum creator or like a master manifester apart from like an identity level. And it's a really like interesting masterclass. But anyways, that is available there's no like marketing emails that go out after it. I haven't set up any of that kind of stuff. And at this point, I don't think we're, we don't have any kind of plans. And we are just going to offer you guys a 50% off do, uh, coupon code, discount code for quantum creators. It's probably for a limited time. We have like a couple of things we're going to put in place, like I said, that are all easy. 
But for right now, we're like, you know what? Here's the sales page. Like Quantum Creators is available as soon as you sign up and you can start working through it. We always do do like new live rounds, but they are fewer and far further between than they used to be because there's just so much content in there at this point. Like there's like seven rounds of live calls that you get access to. And so when you sign up for quantum creators, you get to start right away. And with this coupon code, which we don't know how long we're going to have in place for, um, it is five, five, five for the entire like lifetime access to the course. And yeah, I guess I haven't actually set up that coupon code because we just decided this before the call, but code quantum, let's say, will get you 50% off. If you guys have been thinking about joining quantum creators, then you know, now is the time. And if you want to watch the masterclass, you can, it is lowandzo.com slash creator, and you can just opt in and watch it right away. And yeah, we'll link all that stuff down below for you guys. But as soon as we started talking about this, we were both just like, ah, like that's so easy. And that inspired the topic of this episode because where we can let it be easy, we should. Mm -hmm. And we don't because we have so many rules around how hard it's supposed to be and the strategy that needs to be in place. And I know that for me, my business has always moved forward the most and also been just the most enjoyable when I was having the most fun with it. And the most fun never came hand in hand with like the most back end computer work. It was like the most fun because I was just like launching things as Zoe and we were having fun sharing things. And we were like, you know, putting graphics on our Insta stories to the Harry Potter theme song, which was ridiculous, but like, it was just fun, you know, <laughs> like letting it, we let it be easy. And I think that this goes hand in hand with a conversation about committing to the work that needs to get done because to say, oh, let it be easy. It, like sometimes there is just hard work that needs to go into things. But my experience has always been that when there is hard work required, it's I'm, I have the energy for it and I am motivated for it. I'm not like forcing myself to take action on something that I really don't want to be taking action on. I'm not manifesting that Zoe doesn't get the masterclass to me so that I can keep pushing off the work that I don't want to do. And for an example, like I launched a new uh, art course yesterday that I just decided last week I was going to like, finally, I've been building it for a while. And I was like, you know what? I just want this out there. And so I'm going to spend the next four days, like building it. And I did from like the time I woke up to the time I went to bed at like 1am for four days straight, <laughs> I built this course. So that was like a committed hardworking energy, but it was what I wanted to do because now I get to sit and ease and watch people buy this great course that I've built. Like even that is so that I can continuously let things be easy and when there is action that needs to be taken, it's like, even that it's, it's hard work, but it's like fun, hard work in a sense, you know, it's like a palette design course. So I was like making all these color palettes and I was actually like, it, it was fun and it was hard work and I'm glad that it's over, but I didn't have to force myself to do it. I had the inspiration and the motivation for it. Yeah. And one thing I want to just add to this too, is like, you can have the intention for something like what, what I think about with ideas that I've got, because I've ideas always come through around courses or programs or, you know, ways, especially as an entrepreneur that you can create an offering for people. But what I found is that like the ideas kind of come through, we're on like video right now, guys, we have a YouTube channel. If you like to watch the podcast here too, but, but what I'm kind of, um, referencing here is like if ideas come through, let's say the crown chakra. And what I found is that, 
until an idea becomes fully embodied, like it actually moves down to that place where, you know, even down to the heart where you feel very passionate about being of service in this way to people. And then it kind of grounds all the way down, even like to through the solar plexus and the sacral chakra. So you've got this creative energy to like move it through. Over three months ago, the last time that I was on Vancouver Island, like Lo and I were talking and uh, we were talking about different courses or programs. And I had I had this idea that Lo like supported me in creating, which was around creating a course that was a combination of minimalism and manifestation, like all things to sew. And like Lo came up with the name. I have to I have to say the name Space Makers because it's like so on point for it and Lo's a genius in this regard but she helped me like develop this idea even further but it wasn't the right time actually for the idea to come through and I traveled all day yesterday I didn't sleep um I I slept through through the night so it's like it doesn't make any sense that I would have been able to this morning but I had I had a few calls this morning a few coaching calls and I channeled out and created an entire sales page in like a matter of maybe like half an hour, 45 minutes, it just like all came through. Hard work, let's say, in the sense that it requires me to, to be focused, but it like, I'm not, op- I was not optimized for that today, let's say, based on sleeping, based on traveling, all of that. But that's when the idea wanted to come through. It finally made its way after like over three months, it made its way down through all of the chakras. It becomes embodied. And then it becomes something that where I'm so excited about it. It all just feels fun now. It all just feels very fun and exciting. And I'm excited to share that with the people. And like, I'm sure with like your palette design course too is like, and I I know this because we've talked about it for um, every day because we chat every day, <laughs> but it's like, um, you know, like there are ways in which you actually let this go its natural course until it was finally time to literally be birthed through you. And it's kind of like, I know that this is the time to roll up my, my sleeves and get it done because this is the time when this thing wants to come through me. And there's energy for that. It's not like, okay, I need to down four espressos and like force myself to like stare at the computer. It's like, no, there's a bit of pulling up the sleeves, but you've got the inspo and the motivation and the inspiration to complete this with ease. And that's the path of ease. It's not that you're not working. It's like you're waiting for the idea to fully come through you. Yeah. And I mean, and there was other things too that lined up. Like I always spend the weekend with my boyfriend because we are like an hour and a bit distance. So we see each other on the weekends, but he had something on Saturday. And so like there was an opportunity, like if he hadn't had that, I don't know if I would have like said, oh, let's not do anything this weekend. I think because he was already busy we'd kind of talked about getting together like the Sunday instead. And I was like, you know what, let's just like, I'm just going to freaking do this. And the other thing I think to know too, is that like, I think a lot of the time, like Zoe and I are both action takers. We, there isn't a lot of anxiety in getting visible with something like this. Like there's been moments of like, okay, like now I'm letting this be seen by people, of course, but we've both done the work to be able to put our ideas out into the world and so there isn't like a, a procrastination block, like, cause I think that some people might hear this and be like, okay, I'm just always going to let it be easy. But then what takes over is the part of themselves that wants to hide. And so that is actually separate from this conversation, because if you're looking to a conversation about being, letting it be easy and then letting that be the reason that you no longer have to take action at all. That's not what we're saying. Like be someone who is prepared and ready to do the scary thing and to take the big action. 
and to do the work on yourself and your nervous system and your inner child and whatever, so that when the action wants to come, you don't sabotage it out of a different thing, right? Like, because I think that's where people get a little bit confused is we're saying take aligned action and then their nervous system is like, great, I just won't take action at all because all of it's kind of scary. So it must not be aligned as opposed to doing the work to me, like putting, taking the action and doing the stuff is not, I know that it's going to come through and I'm going to like fucking do the thing when it does. Like, and I was saying to my boyfriend, like, I honestly know a few people. I mean, that's not, I know a handful of people like Zoe and stuff, but I was just really like acknowledging myself for the fact that I can be like, I'm getting this course out like next week and I'm going to just do it. Like, and I do, I just sit down at the computer and I make the thing happen. So there isn't anything in the way for me in, and for Zoe as well. Like as soon as you feel the call, now you're like, I'm going to get this course out by the end of the week. Right. But the call took a couple months to show up and you honored that. And when it shows up now, this thing gets to be easy that previously wouldn't have been, but don't confuse that with just never taking the action towards things because there's like subconscious fear there. Yeah. And also what I'll say about that too, is like, as an entrepreneur, you can have a, a billion ideas about things and it's important to wait until these things are birthed through you so that you're not taking action as well from this place of like scarcity need or like, you know, controlling energy by any means, because, um, I mean, obviously this course always sounded like an idea that was fun for me, but I, if I was to, to do that or create that three months ago, it would have required a certain amount of like force to like push this thing through. Um, it wouldn't be coming from the right place. And now it's coming from this place of openness. It's not coming from this place of need. It's coming from this place of joyful, free flowing energy where I'm just like really excited to hang out with people for a month. And like, you know, to have this challenge because it actually encompasses everything that I love to talk about. I love to teach about. So it's like, this is actually the divine time in which this was meant to come through, not just for me, but for all the other humans. And I honored that not by forcing myself out of need or letting other things come in, like other contra energies, let's say come in that are a result of what Lo just spoke into of an unhealed nervous system or not trusting reality or like rubbing against, um, reality in that way of almost wrestling with it and needing it to be different. Yeah. I actually did a lot of that where I would get, like when I was struggling a lot with money, I would get an idea for something and I would confuse like my excitement. I would confuse, I would think like, oh, this is such an aligned idea and an inspired idea. But what was actually happening for a lot of it was like, I temporarily had this idea that in my mind was going to alleviate the stress and struggle of not having enough money. And that's the thing that I got excited about. And none of those ideas really ever took off for me because they were still born out of scarcity. Like I had to address the fear and the struggle apart from just changing my circumstances and then let the ideas start. And what that has looked like for me is like building a whole nother business and letting it like grow and be what it wants to be and separating it from like my need for money, which means that I have to find a way to feel okay, regardless of like what I'm doing. Like I didn't launch this course being like, you know, oh, I'm going to just like fix all my money problems forever because 10,000 people are going to sign up or like something, you know, (laughs) I like that would be ridiculous, but, um, no, it's more like I'm doing this because this feels like something I really want to do. And I believe it will be an income stream for like ever, as long as I choose to be creating content for this audience and this niche, but I'm not 
putting the pressure of like, this has to work so that I can make money. And that's what's driving me. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of times we, we feel motivated, but it's really that we are in fight or flight and we're like, I'm running from something that seems scary to me. And so I'm like motivated to take all this action. And so I don't know. I mean, I think it's like, if you can get to a place where you mostly feel calm and you can do the nervous system work and then you can allow for things. And I know it's like, this is not the world that we live in, but in my experience, it is the one that produces results and allows our lives to actually quantum leap. It's like, if I can be in a place of mostly ease about something and I can see the places where I'm not letting it be easy and, and change that and start aligning things with ease. And, and part of that ease is letting the action come through when it's meant to, because the action like that I took over the last weekend, wasn't, it wasn't that the action itself was easy. It's that the motivation to take the action was easy. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like I worked hard, but I didn't have to motivate myself to wake up in the morning, like open my computer. I think that's, that's the difference for me. Yeah. So where in your life, can you let things be easier? Where are you trying to force things? Where are you telling yourself that it should look a certain way because marketing and strategy and societal narratives. (laughs) And if you have an idea for something like us ditching the masterclass that we recorded and letting the first one that we did be enough. If that feels really good to your body, like trust that. Cause we both immediately were like, Oh yes. Like, yeah. You know? And I'm like, okay, I'll create this like coupon code and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Like like there's so much power in letting the body lead the way in that regard too. And like listening, like listening because truth is light and lies are heavy and you can feel that in your body. Not to say that like our masterclass was a lie or anything like that, Um, but it's more of like, this is the thing that's actually not the path of ease. And that's my body saying that because it feels heavy. It's like, there's something here. We don't have to fully understand it, but if we listen to our bodies and explore what would actually create lightness in the body. When we found that it was like, ding, 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 all the bells went off and this is our path of ease. And now it's very clear and it's very seamless, easy for us to take action and easy for those. I mean, the reason why this is also coming through us as well is because there's probably souls out there, maybe you guys listening who is like, hmm, I've been thinking about quantum creators. It's always kind of been this thing that's been in the field for me, but I haven't taken action. Well, now you get 50% off. So there's, there's a reason why we feel called to do this at this moment in time as well, specifically. And when you create the space to listen to that, you'll get the impulses. Like I've gotten messages from people that are like, I've been wanting to learn about color theory forever, but I didn't know how to apply it to Mandela's. And then you come along with this course that's specifically palette design for Mandela artists, you know, but that's me like allowing for the invitations and allowing for it to feel fun and easy. And like, yeah, it's never a game of the head. It's always a game of the heart, the body and intuition totally you know, being guided. And that's, that's easy. The hard part is remembering and the hard part is creating space for it. So yeah. Anyways, I think, um, I don't know. I'm going to go let my, let my life be easy at least this evening. <laughs> Yeah. And like, let this episode inspire you wherever you guys feel like, Hmm, something's not feeling easy. It's feeling hard. There's a bit of struggle here. Tune into the body, listen to, you know, what we shared. And if, if something really popped for you, look at applying that to your life and seeing how things can shift and change and become a lot lighter. All right. See you guys next week. Love you. Bye. 
Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to The Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant.